This podcast may contain adult language and content not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. If they're just fishing them out of the ocean, then, I mean, recycling? I don't know. I count that as a win. Recycled condom story. Let's no, I mean, see. like, where are they obtaining said condoms? Right. Okay, it was Vietnam. Right. Let's see if, if there's Me- any. I remember seeing that, and I was okay. like, were they all from the same guy? Police <laughs> police seized more than 320,000 used condoms okay. that had been prepared for illegal resale at uh-huh. a Vietnamese factory near Ho Chi Minh City. Awesome. After a raid. News reports that a woman believed to be the owner of the condominium. No, condominium. Um, I thought I thought this was the name of the company, but no, it's the pro- uh, Binduang Province. <laughs> big Big Dong. No, Binduang oh, Province factory was arrested. The footage of the bust shows large bags of pre-owned prophylactics. That reportedly weighed a combined 794 pounds of condoms. Workers, here we go. It's a lot of fluid. My my OCD is not. Workers at the factory allegedly washed the condoms and reshaped them to be sold again. Okay. The owner admitted she received a regular supply oh, of used okay. condoms. Where the hell do you get such a thing? Wait, I mean, from like. An un- from an unidentified man. So it was one guy. Was oh one my guy. God, that's awesome. According to the. Was he all withered like a raisin? They don't They don't show the guy. I all imagine condoms, that his scrotum looks like beef jerky. <laughs> all the condoms weren't yet labeled or packaged. Where does one guy acquire 320,000 used condoms? Right. So... Okay, so in around that area, right? Because he's no, I know, right? So what I'm thinking is brothels. Maybe there's like you know when you take your dog out for a walk and they have the little <laughs> doggy poop uh, stations, the poo stations, where you can get a bag and then you put your filled bag in the can. Perhaps he put something like that up at uh, the brothels. You're like, thanks for visiting. Maybe it's like when you have to return your 3D glasses at the movie theater at Disneyland. Um, Do you ever think about all the faces? Where is there a place where classes? that many people are jacking off with a, are using no, a condom? They're not jacking off. They're probably getting assistance. No, maybe that's it. Maybe he pays the ladies at the brothels to collect. Okay, now that sounds See, like that, that could be something. That's something. Look, I don't think reuse, they call them, recycle, rejoice, whatever. I don't I think mean, they call them brothels there. I think they're called massage parlors no i think they're called massage parlors here (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that reminds me of of, um one night in bangkok the song you better go back to your bars your temples your massage parlors delightful it does make a hard man humble um Uh, you know great. what? I admire this gentleman's, um, I don't <laughs> know, ingenuity. Um, like in my in my image, he's just fishing them out of just about every place where they wind up. That's amazing. I don't know how we how did we get on this topic? I brought it up. You brought right? it up, dude. <laughs> wow. 
Um, well, uh, welcome to another episode. <laughs> no. Oh, let's try and get this train back on the tracks. <laughs> welcome to an episode of, of Glamazons and Leprechauns. It's been right. a long time since Rochelle's actually been back in studio. Yes. She sounds almost normal now. Almost. Almost. Not quite so tinny, but let's Not work on quite that. tinny, but uh, yes, this is going to save me hours and hours of editing. Um, lowering my volume and raising yours so all Mm -hmm. you hear is like my breathing and you talking so I'm really excited to have you here yeah plus you brought me food yes I did okay so let's start at the beginning on this because this was just going to be a mini episode introducing a a bigger topic but based on what happened and this will make more sense as we explain further Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. it'll just be one semi mini middle (laughs) mid-range episode (laughs) let's just release the farty trumpet right now (laughs) So the whole point originally um, said Minisode was going to be about trends. Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of trends were that you had growing up? Because I came across some, you know, new trends that the gen, really the Gen Z's, I think, are doing. And maybe some people our age with their family. But before I get into that, because then that relates to how we ended up down an alley where you would find a used condom. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of trends and things that you, did you do um, for fun? I mean, Drugs. <laughs> before, Sorry. Before that. I mean, oh, like, um, we had Atari. But I was thinking, like, what um, did we do it as groups? Like, what did we do oh, outside? Okay. Drugs. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, drink. Did you ever uh, go on a scavenger hunt? Oh, yes. Actually, one time me and a friend were out walking around and we were hungry. And I said, I've got an idea. And I went up and rang the bell at someone's house. And I said, hi, we're on a scavenger hunt and we need a ham sandwich. And they made us one. And we were like, thanks. And then we split a ham sandwich (laughs) because we were hungry. But yes, I had been on scavenger hunts. That's a good story. Um, I played like uh, Chinese jump rope. Do you remember that? Oh, it was a vaguely. long rubber band. Right. An excellent way to fall down and hurt yourself. It took so three fun. people. Yeah. And no one, there would be one person who would really know how to play, but wasn't good at explaining. There would be one person who had no clue what was going on. Generally me. You had to watch. You had to watch. It was some foot, fancy footwork. It and was you a had lot. To, yeah. And then there were smaller ones you could do with your hands, almost like string. Yes. And you do like Didn't this. Didn't they call those cats cradle or something like that? I don't know. Isn't that just one of the tricks? Anyhow. Mm, yeah. Well, technology has brought those types of outdoor activities to a whole new thing. If you remember a few years ago, there was a geo, what's it called again? Oh, geocaching. Geocaching. So how would you really explain what that is? Because that's sort of like a scavenger hunt, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I understood. It was following uh, sets of coordinates to a final location. Yes, okay. And then you didn't, I don't remember that you got a prize, but I do believe that you got to like sign a, a damp book in a forest somewhere. Right, it's like stamping your, you know, a virtual passport of yeah. sorts. Yeah. Um, an outdoor recreational activity in which participants... This is Wikipedia, so I'm totally using credible sources here. In which participants use a GPS receiver or mobile device and other navigational techniques to hide and seek containers Mm -hmm. called geocaches at specific locations marked by the coordinates. A typical cache is a small waterproof container containing a log book Mm -hmm. and sometimes a pen or pencil. 
It sounds like a slam book in high school. Oh, wouldn't that or be fun? Or junior high, remember and those? It's more like, I wasted my time here. <laughs> <laughs> I remember people would put that. What's your favorite color? Who do you like? Oh, uh, you oh, know what that. it reminds me of is the, uh, did you ever go to Willow House in downtown Phoenix? Sure, back in the day. Yes, and they had that table. There was a in table. In the front room with a drawer, and you would just write stuff to the drawer. Did you write stuff in there? No, I read it. I didn't really have much to <clears> say <throat> to the drawer, but I did enjoy like reading other people's messages to the drawer. Sometimes I would be an asshole and pretend to be the drawer and answer back. That's interesting. Would yeah. you read people's diaries? That seems like something you oh, might do. Oh, I would do. totally read somebody's diary. I can see that. So, okay, geocaching was was that sort of thing. When and when would you say this is like? Well, it says like two thousand. It was a thing. I yeah. think I, I dated someone in two thousand eight. So we could I even would say, say yeah, two thousand five, mm-hmm. two thousand. All right. So yeah. the first part of the two thousands, right, we'll early say two thousands, sure. and then. In more recent years, there was the Pokemon. What's the what was the Pokemon? Oh, Pokemon Go. Oh yes, Mm -hmm. Pokemon Go. Never seen so many people outside in my life. Right, and you know it caught on quickly because it was something families could do together, and then Mm -hmm. you get exercise too. But similar thing, wouldn't you say scavenger hunt esque? Oh, do you remember the trend of Where's George? You would find one dollar bills that had been stamped with a website you could go to to see and you would log in their little serial number and you could see where that dollar bill had been around the country but would but that's just logging in that's not like exercise or outside yeah right no you were just sort of like logging in and logging the number to show that the dollar bill was where you were that is very far all over the country right that's very far though from an alley where you might find a used condom i don't know so all right, so the Pokemon, I never did that, but it was a it was an app, right? It's a mobile app. Yes. And and it turns the world around you into sort of a video game, right? You look yes. at the phone, but it's showing like your street or whatever and mm-hmm. it'll show like do 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 That's do, Mario. Do, right? It doesn't make that noise. Oh no. That's well, Mario. You're mixing your I'm mixing my metaphors yeah. here. But uh, but no, ma- right would, like Pac-Man or something doesn't it have no, points or you would, um, and floating you would in the air. Look through your phone and the phone would use the camera you could see down your street and then you could tell that a Pokémon was near and you would go find it and it would just be sitting there in the street and then you'd throw your balls at it and hopefully capture it if it was one that you wanted. I don't know. I got like the same three Pokemon. I wasn't that into Pokemon at that point. My son was. I was trying to get him to do it with me. And he's like, no, mom, that's not what it's I'm not into. Cool. He was into the cards or something. I used to make him angry by telling him the ice cream cone was my favorite Pokemon. So this isn't, th- these aren't real things in your street. They show up on the app. And right. you point you, it down your yeah, street. You just stare through your phone and they would be there. Okay. So. Now, it did seem fun. It seemed like a good way to get outside. And do exercise. Now that there's only two uh, down Some the dude went freaking flying down my street <clears throat> on rollerblades chasing some shit on his phone. I was like, oh, that guy's going to get hit by yeah, a there's car. All, so, He's going to catch a Subaru at that rate. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you get the idea that there's some different trends with apps now. Oh, where absolutely. You, you can go out into the world on some sort of scavenger hunt and find things. So, okay, so this brings us to my point and to our semi-midi, you know, mm-hmm. mini episode here is that, okay, it was before Halloween. So that right. was, you know, by the time you hear this, it'll be a couple, couple weeks ago. Right. And I was watching 
the Nat Geo or the travel. I think I'm watching the travel channel mm-hmm. or something. And it was a hundred top 100 um, paranormal videos. But there's like five different shows like this. So mm-hmm. anyhow, I don't ask me the name. So I'm watching and I'm somewhere in like, you know, 49 to 58. About halfway of, through. I'm, I'm about halfway through. And they start talking about rando nodding and showing rando nodding videos. And I'm like, what the hell's rando nodding? And the, you know, these are weird videos. Um, it's pe- just people winding up in weird places showing something creepy mm-hmm. or hearing, you know, going to some woods and there's some abandoned trailer and you hear a little girl help me or something and I'm like what the hell is that <laughs> so I had to look up rando nodding and well how do you how do you really explain this well, so at this point in the story is when you call me and yeah, I'm like and I'm oh like, yeah I've heard, heard of this? this did you hear about the kids who found a suitcase full of body parts right. in Seattle and you're like what no what and I'm like that? oh yeah Okay, so randonauting is the act of using the Randonautica app, of which there are Correct. a few different ones, yes. to travel to random places near you based on random number generation mm-hmm. um, and quote-unquote Mother Nature. Again, sure. this is um, this is not Wikipedia. It's probably something worse, another website. Anyhow, but it gives you specific coordinates to follow. And the way that you use it is it's supposed to like... Of course, this is total horse shit, mm-hmm. but it, you're supposed to focus on something. Right. And, you know, you you would want to focus on something positive. Set like your I'm, intention. Set your intention. Like, focus on money. I want to find money or something right. good or something happy. But, you know, younger people and as a distraction from all the other chaos in the world, we're supposedly thinking of something scary Uh or something spooky right and following said coordinate and you can you enter nothing you don't enter anything into this about what you're thinking it just says well you have to you have to pick a word you have to pick a word so i i'm i remember i picked um what are the treasure but then when it was like set your intention i was like pure terror see this is this is why we shouldn't have done that okay so let's let's start let's go back let's go back so randonautica Mm -hmm. is an app that encourages you to get out and explore your local area see that doesn't sound menacing or scary it does (laughs) it does this by giving you a randomized set of coordinates and asks you to go out with a purpose in mind this can be anything big or small like finding something unexpected Mm -hmm. or the answer to something that's been bugging you and once you return from your trip, you are encouraged to share what you stumble across on the game's forum. I think it wants you to take a picture, right? Right. Some people have stumbled across spooky coincidences, which has helped the app gain traction. But more than that, as Rochelle said, someone came across, I think it was a suitcase on a beach. Yeah. And, a suitcase or two full of body parts. And it was full of body parts. So, the, you know, so that definitely picked up traction and all of this is on TikTok where p- people place their, sh- their short little videos. Sure. So it's also due, uh, popular due to COVID mm-hmm. um, because it's allowed people to... Well, um, you get, it gives you something to do outside of your home. Right. Either, you know, in a very small group, but it's, it's a great activity that people can do social distance and then they all report back to each other the shenanigans. Right. So, so you can be part of a bigger group without actually breathing each other's cooties. So what it does is 
it, it shows you four words. And do you remember... One was attractor. Um, one was void and pseudo and uh, anomaly. Anomaly, yes. So the only thing you push is one of those words, and there's no. Uh, well, the, there, the there app are... that I went through had different words. Um, treasure. Yeah. It did have pseudo and void. Granted, the app you used wanted fourteen ninety nine a month. Bastards. So, okay. Well, all right. Okay. I'm all, I'm all over the place with this. You are. Okay, so let's start. I call so I called so, I see, I watched this I watched right. these videos on the show and I'm like what the hell is this? I'm like but and I was intrigued. So I of course immediately downloaded the app cuz that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Right? And I called you and I'm like, "Hey, I think we need to go try this." Yes. And of course you called me and you let me know that you were going to go out with Teal and I said, "Oh, yes. that sounds great. You know what? I'll go out two and then we'll both talk about our individual experiences and then we'll go out and then we'll go out together together and see how this actually works and my concern after hearing about the body part story obviously is like who's to say now i'm sure that the developers of said app were questioned because who's to say that someone you know serial killers or really more like trafficker human trafficking mm-hmm. agents would not be behind or paying said developers to give you to give them your coordinates at this place sure in like order to meet you and take you away sure so on I, your phone and then they're like this is a good one let's steal this one right let's but that was kind of what someone's going to meet us there allowed me to not be afraid i was like <laughs> oh they're going to read my phone and be like ooh no pass just send her to some random bullshit <laughs> but deep down you want to find like you know a suitcase full of body parts no a you suitcase bet I did. full of money Oh, yeah, that too. That wouldn't be bad, but you're going in a whole different direction. So anyhow, it was right before Halloween. It was like extra spooky. I mean, as gross as it would be to find a human head, part of me would be like, this is neat. Wouldn't you question the universe for sending you there or like, I don't know. No, it seems pretty par for the course for some of my adventures or maybe not a head, but a foot. Okay. Like. Something a little less distant, something you could survive without. If I found a foot, I would be uh, equal parts thrilled and horrified. Okay, so the idea and in, in the um, suggestions of how to play mm-hmm. is to go during the daytime, first off. Um, go with a group of friends so you're not by yourself. Yeah, these are like, it's like I'm listing off things that you're supposed to avoid in a horror movie. And mm-hmm. you and you did every single one. I wanted it to be as scary as possible. Yeah. If it looks dangerous, it probably is. Yes. Don't trespass. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. no, that one I followed because I like being a not bullet carrying person. And then, um, you know, social distance. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So after I tell you, hey, let's try this. I downloaded the app and I went out. Uh, with with my husband mm-hmm. just to try it and see where where it took me but I didn't think of anything I think maybe I thought of feral cat but then I know I'm gonna see a cat like everywhere mm-hmm. so anyhow and then I forgot and I didn't really focus so we we went and it took me um up the street to an industrial park mm-hmm. r- right up the road who knew these are like streets in your neighborhood you never turn down right 
and it's around five o'clock, so it's kind of it's deserted. It's a little spooky, a little dusky, but, a little and, twilighty. Right, and we we turn the corner, and there is a a feral. There is a cat, so I'm like, well, okay, but that's that's not random enough. And we it's a building. It takes us to a building, and it was called Rest Assured, <laughs> and it was all gated up. And I was like, Rest Assured. What kind of places? And it doesn't say what. Totally sounds like a place where they would farm funeral. human organs. Yeah. <laughs> Organ yeah, harvesting. I was thinking like rest assured. something to do with funerals or oh, yeah. like Definitely a coffin a building. Dead body vibe to it. Right? Rest assured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it smelled like embalming fluid. It reminds me of that dream I had about the cab company that was taking um, workers from the phone company and they were slowly disappearing. At the same time that, uh, this is off topic, but anyhow, I have to share this. Okay. Because this dream stayed with me. It scared me so much. I remember I called my mom in the morning. People were disappearing at work. And at the same time, someone was handing out like a free limo service. Mm. And we're like, well, now that person didn't show up to work and that person. And, you know, I had gotten one of these cards and I'm like, yeah, I'll use the free limo service. I remember now. I remember it was called death's door haunted limo Mm. and on the card was like a pt cruiser type you know Mm old-fashioned looking car and it had um like a a skeleton dressed up very um victorian like with a hat and he had opened the door and was bending with his tipping his hat off Mm -hmm. and bending down like welcome in yeah, like, you come know? on in. Come on There's in. There's nothing nefarious about this. So, Entree vu. Right. So I, I took the limo. Th- this is the dream. I took I took the limo service from work after work one day. And I remember w- I was in the back driving. And then all of a sudden I got sleepy. And when <laughs> when I woke up, <laughs> sounds like a, such a good movie or a short story. I woke up. I was still in the, the back of this um, limo or, you know, PT Cruiser's car. But it was now nighttime and we were still driving and I was like, where the hell are we? And I it got out of the car and the like next... You were going to Christmas land. I, I, there was some... Go. It was some sort of... It was a... It was a built A very industrial building. Sure. And I snuck inside and there were... It was a big like meat packing plant. And there was, um, I could see the machine where burger, you know, p- the meat was coming out like burger. Oh. You know, but I could see going up the ramp were like clothing and, and stuff. Anyhow, it turns out that they were, these were phone company employees being turned into hamburger. Mm-hmm. Isn't this terrible? It would taste and awful. And they were going to turn, it would taste awful. They were going to turn me. I was going to be a victim. Anyhow, mm-hmm. I escaped. Okay. And and so I, w- I woke up and I was freaking out. And so that morning I went to work and that dream was very much present in my mind. And I passed a building across the street from said phone company that looks just like that building. And my arm hair stood up because do you know what building it was? No, which one? The was I- it the Philly Steakhouse place was- over there? <laughs> It was the IRS. Oh, that building. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is. But I mean, like, you could account for some of that that imagery. It's very like Pink Floyd to have the people walking into the meat grinder. We did work right by the IRS. We did. We did. So anyhow, I got that same feeling when I saw the rest assured Uh sign. And it's all locked up. You can't go in. You can't really see. um, That was a dog. Sorry. You can't really see 
anything, but um, Teal's looking at the coordinates and he said, oh, no, no, the, the actual coordinates is having us go in the back. Right. Well, I'm like, well, we can't go in the back. There, there's a there's gate no and we're not going to trespass. Talk. Right. But, but adjacent to this building was another building with a big open parking lot. And if you went into the parking lot in the back, you'd be able to see the back of this building. So he's like, just pull in, go, go and pull around into that back parking lot and let's see. So we did. And what you could see over in that building was um, a big, long, like, semi-truck long dumpster mm-hmm. and two loading docks with the big rubbery curtains. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Body hatches. Right. Mm-hmm. To hide whatever business was going on behind the rubbery curtains. And I, and I got a freaky feeling, but that's all. And mostly I was scaring my myself probably. Yes. So we didn't see anything. So Teal says, let's let's try another one. And this time we'll think of something. And we had already, because we didn't want the phone to hear us, we had previously gone, when we walked the dogs earlier and talked about this app and how I wanted him to go with me, I'm like, let's think of something now that we want to see that, that would be... Um, something very random Mm -hmm. and do it now when when there aren't any phones on us just in case alexa or whoever you know the irs or whoever is listening and we decided that thing was unicorn Mm -hmm. so we were ready to see like anything unicorn a unicorn sticker a unicorn notebook a unit a balloon with anything right we we weren't expecting to see a real unicorn (laughs) obviously (laughs) so we're pulling out of the you know, adjacent building to rest assured's parking lot. And I, and we're using the app and I hit on anomaly and it says, you know, set your intention or whatever. And I'm thinking unicorn Mm -hmm. and it gives us a coordinates. And right then my phone rings and, and I was still freaked out from like the whole rest assured things. Mm -hmm. And it's creepy, you know, it's getting dark. It's creepy. And I just, I didn't answer the phone. I just hit cancel, you know, and Teal's like, aren't you going to answer it? And I said, no, I've, I've seen the ring. I've seen the ring. Seven days. Seven days. (laughs) Seven days. (laughs) (laughs) So anyhow, so now we're following this coordinates and it's, I notice it's right off the river, right off the salt river, which is nearby. Bound to see a unicorn down there. It's right. That's right by my house. Something that's horny. (laughs) Right. And there, yeah, we get back to the condoms. Anyhow, so it gives us coordinates to um, a major street mm-hmm. and where there's an overpass of the Rio Salado. But then it just wants me to pull over. And I can see there's an entrance to Rio Salado there with an actual gate. But the gate is like you need to work for Rio Salado mm-hmm. project in order to get in. I'm not, I'm not going in there. And Teal's like, we'll just pull over. Here, I'm like, I'm not pulling over on the side of a busy street to walk down a ravine. And I was wearing a skirt. Like, no, I'm not doing any of this. And what's down in that ravine? This is a perfect place where you dump something. Mm-hmm. So, no, we did, I didn't go. So, after that, he's like, okay, well, let's do another one. And we still thought of Unicorn, and it was um, closer to home. So, it took us to um, an alley behind a a neighborhood just a few blocks north of my house but it gets really sketchy as mm-hmm. you know all of a sudden and the house uh, on one side was boarded up and on the left side or on the right side where it wanted us to look was just a huge open empty field so there's a huge open empty field to the right and the backs of houses to the left none of which have cement block fence they're all 
chain link. Chain link, mm-hmm. and there's like pitbulls and some that are have been like have had bit... their ears cropped. <laughs> it's just and the and the house was just all boarded up, and you know, no, you wouldn't, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And there's and there's not enough room to back out if we were ambushed, like if a car pulled all of a sudden started coming the other way. There's no way to get out because even though there's a big field, there was like a ditch right to the right. So there's nowhere to go. And I didn't like that feeling at all. And I'm like, he's like, oh, stop the car right here. I'm like, I am not stopping the car <laughs> right here. This is not good. We did not see a unicorn. Mm-mm. And I didn't want to get magical. out. Nothing magical. Nothing horny. Nothing. Could have been. Who knows? And I'm like, why Why is it just taking us to some like random unsafe? I don't know. I won't say unsafe, but just not. You know, why can't it Let's take say me to unpopulated. like. Unpopulated. Why isn't it taking me to like Red Robin? Or <laughs> no, Well, that's where we took ourselves. <laughs> that's where we took but ourselves. You know, I know. I know what you mean. Like, why didn't it take you somewhere interesting? Like, I don't know, like the abandoned, uh, that magical factory where they used to make the Lisa Frank stuff. That seems like take you find somewhere unicorns where, like, there. You know, or there's there's an ice cream factory. Or somewhere where someone has painted a beautiful mural right. on the side of a building. There is an know? ice cream factory across across the street near that river. Why not take me to the ice cream factory? Oh, yeah. Some, you know, some, some place like that. Not to, you know, rest assured. By the way, we looked up rest assured and it ended up being like um, shipping Storage logistics. and shipping for higher yes. end. Art yes, a, sh- a shipping logistics overseas company. If yeah. you needed shit shipped, rest ass- so rest assured. Probably your... though, that's a front. Really, it's just <laughs> it's a bodega. Human, yeah, human organ trafficking. Anyhow, so, so <laughs> the the point is, after all of this, um, Rochelle and I did go out, but before that, you actually went out alone. So we're yeah. gonna save those. So Tracy took all the good <clears throat> advice and didn't go by herself and. Went during the day and set her intentions, and they were pure to a certain extent. And I went the, the entirely different way because I wanted the shit scared out of me. And then on top of that, we went together. Yes. So we are going to save those stories for our full length episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tune in next time. Tune in. Tune in, Tokyo. If you want to hear about the possible abduction. <laughs> of members of this podcast <laughs> well we're here now talking so obviously nothing happened no but it could have and that was the fun part right okay so yes tune in next time in the meantime if you have any questions comments or concerns please write to us at feedback at galpodcast.com that is feedback at galpodcast.com or if you have any cool pictures you want to send us, like you in a clown suit or anything like well, that. Halloween is over. So send them to Tracy. No, send them to you. You're the one, <laughs> you're the one with the velvet clown paintings. Anyways. All right, just say bye. Bye. bye.